Hello great people, how are you doing? It's great to be with you all once again. My name is Samuel and I'm here with you again on this episode of the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast. How are you doing today? I trust you've been doing great. I trust everything is going on well with you. And I thank God for keeping you, for keeping me, sparing our lives to see yet another week in our journey of studying the Bible through one year. It's been wonderful. And I celebrate you for being on this journey with us. For everyone who is a member of this Unveiling the Scriptures community, whether you are participating in the Bible study journey with us or you're doing it on your own and you just follow this community from wherever you are, I celebrate you greatly for it. Thank you to everyone who has been consistent. Thank you to everyone who has been listening to this podcast. Thank you for everyone who has been keeping their study of the Bible going. It means a lot to see you going along as we all form a community of Bible-loving believers. Thank you for inspiring me and for inspiring everyone around in this community. God bless you. We wouldn't have a community without you. Thank you very much. And for everyone who has not been so consistent, it's not an avenue to feel bad. It's not an avenue to sit down and pity yourself. It's not an avenue for you to just stop and just feel like, well, I've missed many days in my Bible study, so just, just let me stop it altogether. No. Remember, as we have always said, the beauty of consistency is not that we never stop. Is that we start when we stop and we start back again when we stop. So I encourage you to start it back again. Please get at it again and again and again over and over again until you get a hang of studying your Bible and learning and receiving insight from God's word. No matter the situation that you're going through. Because it is from God's word that we find comfort. It is from God's word that we find revelation. It is from God's word that we find instruction. So don't just sit clueless wherever you are and just think, oh, I'm in a situation that is very complex now. I don't even need to study my Bible. It's like you are ignoring the solution in the midst of a problem. Run to the solution. And where's that solution? The word of God. I pray God helps us all. Today we'll be considering a topic called the lighted candle. The lighted candle. And this podcast will just talk about basically how God inspires the spirit man how God inspires our spirits within us, how the Holy Spirit speaks to us, how the Lord reveals great and mighty things to us through the Spirit that dwells within us. But before we get into all of that discussion, I'd like us to pray as we usually do, to commit our hearts in the hands of God and to welcome the Holy Spirit in our midst. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you because the entrance of your word brings light and understanding. We pray, O oh God, that this podcast will bring instruction, will bring your revelation, will bring healing, will bring insights, will bring comfort, will bring your word in a direct and a sharp manner to every one of us. Thank you, O God. I pray that you speak through me and I pray that you open the hearts of everyone that is listening to this podcast. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. Like I said before, we are considering the topic called a lighted candle in today's podcast. And our key scripture, our key text of scripture will be taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 6 to 12. I'll be reading that from the New International Version of the Bible. If you are reading from any other version of the Bible, please kindly just follow along as I read it. And that's if you have your Bible, but if you do not have your Bible with you as you listen to this podcast, just um, listen to me. I'll do my best to read it as slowly as possible. And then you can just follow me along as I read from 1 Corinthians chapter 2. From verse 6 to verse 12. I'll begin to read now. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 6. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age 
we are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Verse 9. However, as it was written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. Verse 10. These are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts, except their own spirits within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God, except the Spirit of God. And verse 12. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. I'll read verse 12 again. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. I pray God makes these words a reality in our hearts in Jesus' name. My emphasis from these verses I just read is verse 9, which is quite a popular verse, I presume. You may or may not have heard it before, but I'll read it again. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. And verse 10, these are the things that God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. I would like to assume that verse 9 is quite a popular verse which is more popular than verse 10. Verse 9 says what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived. These are the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And we believers many times use this verse to console ourselves, to rejoice in God, to make ourselves to believe that yes, I might not know what God has for me now. I might not know what God has prepared for me now. I might be in darkness about what God is currently doing. My eye might not be able to see it, my ear may not be able to hear it, and my mind may not be able to conceive it, but I know that God has prepared it for me because he loves me. And we use those verses, many people preach on those verses to tell you as a believer that look, God has prepared what I has not seen, what he has not heard, and what any human mind has not conceived. But the verse that we feel to also emphasize along with this verse is verse 10, which says that these are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things even the deep things of God. So it means that the things that we claim eye has not seen, he has not heard, and any human mind has not conceived, are supposed also to be revealed to us by the Spirit of God. And verse 12 puts it so beautifully. It says, what we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we may understand the things that God has freely given to us. So. It means that what God has for us is not supposed to be some mystery. We are supposed to be able to freely assess the things given to us of God. And God knew that as natural humans, we will not be able to assess these things except by higher power. And he gave us his Holy Spirit for us to be able to peep into things that are higher than us. For us to be able to receive those things that in quotes, eyes may not be able to see, that ears may not be able to hear and no mind should ever be able to conceive. 
God wants you to assess those things. What eye has not seen or ear has not heard is not supposed to remain unseen and unheard for you as a child of God. You can and you should be able to assess them because you have the Holy Spirit living in you. Someone says, oh, I'm a child of God, but I don't have the Holy Spirit living in me. Oh, that's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. As long as you are admitted into the household of faith and you have said the salvation prayer, what guarantees that you are truly a child of God is you having the Holy Spirit living in you. And so God gave you the Holy Spirit so that you can freely assess the things that he has for you. As a believer, God is not supposed to remain some mystical being to you that you cannot assess, that you cannot receive things from, that you cannot hear from. And this is not to make you feel bad if you don't know the things that God has for you or you don't hear from God directly. It's just to motivate you and to make you know that the things that God has for you are supposed to be freely assessed by you. You know, it's one thing to know that, oh, I have this thing, it's for me, but I'm, maybe I'm not supposed to know it. And it's another thing to know that I have this thing is for me and I'm supposed to know, I am supposed to assess it. When you know that you're supposed to assess it, it gives you that confidence. It gives you the boldness to be able to walk up to whoever has it at hand and say, this is for me, hand it over to me because it is for me and I'm supposed to be able to assess it. So, the things that God has for you, those things that you believe high has not seen, he has not heard, and no human mind has conceived and so okay and maybe i'm not supposed to know it okay i know that i might not know it but it's going to happen definitely it's going to happen but let me tell you something if you don't come to visualize it through the processes i'm going to talk about shortly it may never happen and what are those processes there are two processes to creation every dream every idea every concept everything that people create goes through these two processes and the first one is an inner visualization and that is a scene with the inner eye a scene with the eyes of the mind a scene with the eyes of the spirit a scene with what is known as the intangible parts of your being your soul your mind your spirit the parts that you cannot handle physically those are the parts that receive the things that you cannot also see before the things that you did not know before the things that were intangible to you before and then the second process, the second process to creation is a scene with the outer eye. And when I say the outer eye, I mean the physical eye. When you now get to see what was in your mind before, you get to see physically. And you can as well bet that when you have something that you can see physically, every other person will be able to see those things physically. That means it has become a reality that has been accomplished. That company has now been established. That church, that charity, that idea, that group, that concept it has now become a reality that everybody can assess but guess what if you don't see things with your inner eye your outer eyes might never be able to see it if you don't handle it with the eyes of your spirit you may not be able to handle it physically this scene with the inner eye is what the bible calls inspiration inspiration is a process by which god speaks to the spirit man i'm trying to break this thing down in simpler bits so that we can understand how god gives us inspiration how god speaks to our spirits how god makes ideas known to us seeing with the inner eye is what is known as inspiration and inspiration is the process by which god breathes on you god gives you ideas god speaks to you god lets you know the next thing to do and how does god inspire us through our spirits and i'll prove this to you with two verses of scripture if you don't remember clearly in biology, you will remember that they said there were two processes to breathing. 
first is called inspiration and the second is called expiration inspiration is the process by which we breathe in something so when we take in something it goes into our body we take in air it is called inspiration so we breathe in we inspire and then the air we take in goes to different parts of our body goes to the heart carries oxygen carries what is needed becomes processed becomes something that has achieved its purpose and then after that comes an expiration but there is no expiration without an inspiration first what must first happen before an expiration is an inspiration and inspiration can be likened to seeing with your inner eye the eyes of your spirit and also i would like to establish at this point that there are three parts to every human being there is the spirit there is the soul and there is the body the spirit and the soul are the intangible parts of your being the body is the tangible part and the parts that can only relate with the invisible also the parts that can only relate with the intangible are the intangible parts of your being your spirit and your soul those are the parts that receive ideas first those are the parts that see what everybody will not be able to see those are the parts that undo what everybody will not be able to handle those are the parts that receive the inspiration of god especially your spirit now i'll read from job chapter 32 verse 8 it says but it is the spirit in a person the breath of the almighty that gives them understanding hmm, listen again but it's the spirit in a person the breath of the almighty that gives them understanding what does that mean if you check other versions of the bible you will find that that is phrased as this but it is the spirit in a man the inspiration of the almighty that gives them understanding so that means that when god inspires your spirits you receive understanding as a person but that inspiration only comes through your spirit and i would like to explain something to you in this process your own inspiration is god's own expiration i hope i'm not sounding complex in this podcast but just listen to it with all the times i've explained earlier on what you take in what comes into you what becomes the life that foils your spirit that gives your spirit ideas that helps you to be able to conceive the invisible that helps you to be able to bring forth ideas that people think are not possible that you don't even know how you got those ideas that is the breath of the almighty when god breathes upon you so when god breathes upon you you now take that breath in as inspiration and then you begin to process it in your inner being until it becomes an expiration for you to where every other person can see it so the process is this god breathes upon you he expires and then you inspire you take in that breath as inspiration and then after that you also expire that this you go through expiration where every other person around you begins to see the things that happen between you and god this is how god makes ideas reality it takes just one person breathes upon that person gives that person an idea at that point it's only god and that person that know about that idea that person's eyes begin to see the invisible that person's eyes begin to see things that are not tangible in the physical realm and this is how great ideas were created this is how god did things that were in quotes impossible in the lives of people imagine how god took abraham aside and told him look i want to strike a covenant with you people must have thought this man is going crazy he's talking to one invisible being saying he will become the father of many nations he doesn't even have one child how would that come to be look at how god sent an angel to mary to tell her that she will become the mother of jesus look at how those things happen that is what is called inspiration and so you might be going through a particular problem you might be going through a particular challenge you might think all hope is lost i want to tell you all hope is not lost what you just need is the inspiration of the almighty 
I'll read the second verse of the Bible that I wanted to read to you to confirm to you that the human spirit is very important and crucial in receiving inspiration from God. And that's from Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 27. It says, that the human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost being. The human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost being. What does that mean? Other versions of the Bible also put this verse as this. The human spirit is the candle of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost being. The spirit of a man without any inspiration is like a candle or a lamp without any light. And this is where the topic of today's podcast comes from, the lighted candle. And from what I've said, you may also be able to deduce that the spirit of a man with inspiration of God is also a lighted candle. A candle that is lighted, the human spirit that brings the counsel of God to other parts of you. And this is how great men receive wisdom. God can breathe on you and light your candle. You may think, oh, why am I so dull? Why am I so unintelligent? People around me are bringing forth great ideas. Things are going right for all of these people. Oh, I am in a fix. I'm in a point where I don't even know what to do. All you need at those points is some inspiration. You are not dull. You are not unintelligent. You can also bring forth great ideas, great concepts, great things that will rule the world, that will immerse the world in God's light. But before that happens, you need the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And you need to know that when you receive the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, you will be able to expire to your world and make all men to see the glory of God. In Psalm chapter 36 and verse 9, it's one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible. It talks about God as being the fountain of life. And it talks about us as being dependent on the light of God to see light. It says, For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. It says again, For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. What does that mean? It means that God is like the sun and we are like the moon. The sun carries an inner powered energy. The sun carries an energy, a light that is not dependent on anyone, that is not received from anywhere. But the moon reflects the glory and the light of the sun. So it means that when the moon is well positioned, we will see a light coming from it. But we won't know that what it is just reflecting is not its own light, it is the light of the sun. It's because of its alignment with the sun that it is able to reflect that light. This is the same with God. Before God inspires us, before we receive the things that are freely given to us of God, we need a close relationship with Him. Not all things are available to everyone that relates with God at every level. And this is just like a father. We call God our father. But if you have a father, an earthly father, whether by birth or by adoption or by any means, if you don't move close to that father, if you stay far away from that father, when I mean far away, I don't mean maybe physically, I mean emotionally. You are emotionally distant from your father. You don't talk to him. You don't connect with him. You don't even try to have a close relationship with him. He might have great things for you in his heart, but because you have not related with him to a level where he can pour out those things to you, you will not be able to receive the things that are freely given to you of him. You will stand at work corner thinking, oh, well, my father has great things for me, but maybe it's not your time for me to receive it. Whereas he wants you to receive it, you need inspiration of God in your life to create great ideas that will birth great things in the world, but you need a close relationship with God. 
you need to move close to him. You need to come to him at a level where he's able to pour out his heart to you. Not everyone that associates with God can receive everything that is in God's heart. Because we all relate with God at different levels. When we want the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, when you are in a fix, when you are at the point where it seems like you don't even know what to do, that is the point to shut down. That is the point to come close. That is the point to go into the holies of holies and tell the Lord, in your light, I see light. I need your inspiration. Light up my candle for me. You can also produce great wisdom that will birth the move of God in the nations of the world. You can also be that great tech innovator. You can also be that great speaker that will go around the world. You can also be that great person with that testimony that will draw many to God. You can also be that next person that will bring forth a new startup, a new company, a new idea that will dominate the world. And this doesn't only apply to our spiritual life like I've been saying. It applies to every area of our lives. When God inspires you, it births great ideas. And I am a beneficiary of this. I am a testament to this. The Unveiling the Scriptures community is birthed by the inspiration of God. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even realize I was going to do anything like this. But when I wasn't thinking about this, God spoke to me, inspiring my spirit, making me to see this. And I thank God that today is a reality. You can also birth great ideas. Every great idea went through this process of expiration from God, inspiration into your mind, and then expiring it to the world. This is the way it works. You are a great man. You are a great woman. You are born for great things. God has great things for you. God has greatness in store for you. God has put treasures inside of you. God has an inheritance that is prepared for you. You are meant to create things that will put the world in submission to God. You are meant to birth ideas that will rule the world. You are not dull. You are not unintelligent. For some people who might be a student, you might feel like I've been taking this particular exam. I don't seem to pass it oh well maybe it feels like i'm not as brilliant and intelligent as other people are no you just need to be like the moon that reflects the glory of the sun and people will look at you in awe and wonder and think it is all about you not knowing that you are actually reflecting a light and the moment you move out of position that light will not be able to shine on you again when god's light shine on us we are able to shine that light in return to the world your spirit is nothing without being lighted by god your spirit is like the lamp of the Lord. Your spirit is like the candle of the Lord. But you need to bring that spirit before God and bow in adoration to him and tell him, Lord, light my candle. What is a candle that is not lighted? It is not useful. It cannot bring light anywhere. What is a lamp that is not lighted? This is dormant. This is not in use at that moment. The way God can use you, you want to be a great man of God. You, want to, you just need a lighted spirit. You need a lighted candle. You need the inspiration of God. What is that light? This is the inspiration of God. When God breathes upon your spirit, it becomes light, it becomes life. Your spirit catches that light and it begins to run with things that everybody else has not seen before. Look at Abraham, look at Noah, look at great people that God did great things by. You will find that there was always one point when God set them aside from every other person. And God gave them a strange idea that was not a reality in their time, in their day. Look at Moses. God brought him into the desert and told him, Look, you will bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. And you will not just bring them out of Egypt, they will become a mighty nation. They will go into a land that they don't know. They will go into a land of milk and honey. When he told people that thing, they thought it was mad. They said, look, we are satisfied where we are. Don't bring further bondage. But when God began to do the things that he told Moses, every other person submitted to that idea. And if you have an idea today, you feel like, oh, nobody's applauding me. Nobody's accepting my idea. I've talked to people. I've talked to this. I've talked to that. Nobody's even trying to support me. Don't give up on it. 
as long as you're sure that God spoke to you on that idea, I promise you, nations of the world will bow to the lordship of God in that idea. Because God never starts what he will not finish. And if he gives you inspiration in your spirit, if you keep at it, I promise you it will become expiration. It will become something that every other eye can see. Just put your trust in God. Believe in God. You are a great man. Greatness is inside of you. All you need is just the inspiration of God. You might need to go into a secluded time of prayer. You might need to fast. You might need to seek God's face for him to inspire you. But look, once he inspires you, you will be flying at a great height in destiny. The things of your destiny are not supposed to be a secret. The things of your destiny are not supposed to be a mystery. God is not supposed to be some mystery that can never be accessed to you. You have the spirit of God in you that can give you access to the things that are freely given to you of God. Once again, to round up, like I said before, the things that no eye has seen, the things that no he has heard, the things that no human mind has conceived are not supposed to remain unseen, unheard, or that your mind cannot conceive it ever. Because we have the Holy Spirit, we are supposed to reveal these things to you. I want us to round up this podcast with a session of prayers and ask God, inspire me, light my candle. You might be going through a situation and you feel like, oh, I don't even know what to do in this situation. You just need a lighted candle. Oh, you'll be taking an exam and you don't even know how to pass it. You need a lighted candle. You don't know how to go about your relationship with people. You need a lighted candle. Oh Lord, light my candle. Give me inspiration. Give me inspiration so that I can expire your goodness, your mercy, your love to the world that surrounds me. Help me to put myself in alignment like the moon so that your light can shine on me and reflect on my world. Let your light come upon me. Let your breath come upon me. Let your breath of life make me to come alive and change my world. Breathe your name upon me. Let your inspiration come upon my spirit. Let my spirit not just be a candle. Let my spirit be a lighted candle because my spirit is the candle of the Lord. And with it, God searches my inmost being. With my spirit, God brings inspiration to me. With my spirit, God brings understanding to me. Let my spirit become a lighted candle, a spirit that has the breath of the Almighty, a spirit that has the words and the speakings of the Almighty. Inspire me for the current stage of my life in the name of Jesus. And I pray that even as you inspire me, you give me grace to be consistent. You give me grace to be persistent until the ideas you have given to me begin to rule the world. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you for this time together and we pray, O oh God, that you give everyone listening to this podcast your inspiration at whatever stage they are in. Inspire their spirits to become blessings to the world. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. I'd like to thank you for listening to this podcast at this stage. Thank you for staying with me. Thank you for being a part of this community once again. I want to encourage you as a roundup. Continue to study your Bible. Continue to live with a lighted candle. Continue to live with a lighted spirit. Continue to live with the inspiration of the Lord. Keep studying your Bible and keep living a transformed life. God bless you. See you next time and bye.